1: Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a
0: trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at
1: LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Razaban IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have me on Zoom. The Knowledge, uh, Spencer Ferron. Spence, uh, firstly, how are we doing? Uh, looking a bit fashionable.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, something like that. I'm trying to be Will. I am. <laughs> you want to give him, give us a few lyrics? Because he's of Jamaican descent, so yeah. Now, nah. yeah. um,
1: how you doing, man? How's I'm everything? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How's your um, fasting? Fasting is brilliant brilliant. Time is brilliant. flying past very, very, very quickly. Um, obviously nine these days like, to go, right? Yeah, about eight, nine days to go. Nine days to go, yeah. yeah, Not long. Yeah, I pestered you just a few moments ago just to do a quick zoom. Obviously, it's fight week. Uh, Joe Joyce returns back to the ring against uh, Zank, obviously. Um, firstly, a lot of people are questioning Joyce for selecting someone like Zhang, considering Joyce's position with the, the WBO and, and considering that this is a risk that he doesn't need to take?
0: Um, it is, but Joe Joyce is, is a fighter. And if you look at Joe Joyce, his first professional fight um, a few years back now was against Ian Lewisson. Ian Lewisson is a tough, rough campaigner for you to have your first professional fight with, even though you're an Olympic silver medalist. So you must understand that Joe Joyce was meaning business from the get go. Uh, if you look at how Joe Joyce was moved, he was moved to 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 get these fights in, and and fair play to him because he's 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 stepped up time and time and time again, and and you know all credit in the world should be given to Joel
1: Joyce. I, I rate Joe. I like Joel Joyce a lot. You know, I really do. A, a lot of people thought that Zhang. I know he didn't get the decision, but a lot of people think that he beat Hergovic back in Saudi. I believe it was on the AJ Lucy undercard in the rematch. Um, so he is a problem in the heavyweight division. He's he's tall. We know heavyweights carry power. How much of a difficult fight is this for for Joyce and his style?
0: Well, the thing about it is this. As he's been renamed by the fighters, right, and Tundi Ajayi, Joel Joyce is called Joloff Joel, right? He is... um, Forget about the juggernaut. That's not you. You you are Joloff Joel. He is a very, very tough individual. And I think that Joel Joyce is actually fighting within himself. I think Joel Joyce could actually perform bigger... And better than what he's performing. I don't even think I think Joel Joyce is actually performing at about 70%. I think there's another 30% to come out of Joel Joyce because of his lumbering style. Um and he fools people because he he's got a lethargic way of plodding methodically forward. But you can I'm telling you, you see he can do caballero and all of this kind of stuff. He's very artistic as well. He he I believe there's a lot more to come out of Joel Joyce. And I think Zhang. Um, usually, Joe Joyce is taller than the guys that he he faces. He's up against a mammoth um, individual, you know what I mean? Chinese power, right? So, he's up against a, a man where, for, for a change, he's going to be punching up. But when they did head-to-head together, the size difference wasn't that much. I thought the size difference was going to be massive. I saw a picture with Gareth Hay Davis and him and Zhang, and you could see the, the size difference but I forgot that Gareth is he's, he's kind of tiny. I'd have liked to see Spencer Oliver picture with Zhang. That's what I'd like to have seen, right? <laughs> Big up Spencer Oliver, my guy, you know? But yeah, um, I think Zhang is a tough guy simply because Zhang, as far as I'm concerned, and many people in, inside the game believe that Zhang actually defeated Hergovic. And I believe so as well. I think Hergovic wasn't up for that fight, but we heard that. I think his Hergovic father passed away, right? So... I know this bereavement stuff. I keep on going about it. That could have affected Hergovich, or it could have flipped, and he could have came out more demonic. But it was a subpar p- performance by Hergovich, and I still think Zhang won that fight, regardless of the backstory. Zhang should have got the decision. So um, Joe Joyce is fighting relatively an undefeated fighter. So we really got truly got this. This fight is bigger than this fight is a very big fight, um, and. And it should be given its credit for what the fight is and credit should be given to both men for taking this kind of, this fight. This ain't no easy fight for nobody. It's not a pushover fight for no one.
1: One of the criticism against Joe Joyce is he takes too many punches. We know he's got a great chin and we know he likes to almost take one to give one. But moving forward, you know, will this have an effect on him, the volume of punches that he's taking during fights? Obviously. Obviously let me tell you this now
0: water can erode rock right so if water can erode rock obviously you keep on getting hit you keep on getting hit you keep on getting hit you you're trading on your toughness like historically guys you you can take a lot you know I mean certain certain guys it has reverberations when you retire they're saying like um George Cavallo, um the Canadian heavyweight, he was Canadian champion. He fought Ali, he fought everyone. He fought Ali, he fought Foreman. Uh, he fought Cleveland Williams, is one of the hardest punches ever. Even though he got, fought Cleveland Williams, tail end of Cleveland Williams' career. He fought all of these guys, right? And George Chavalo could take it. And up to today, George Chavalo still got all of his faculties, right? Other guys like uh, uh, Jerry Corey, he was another guy who could take it, could really, really take it, Right? I'll say to anyone, go and watch um, Jerry Quarry versus Joe Frazier. I think it's 69 for the WBC heavyweight. No, the New York State Athletic Championship, right? That was voted like Ring Magazine fight of the year. Incredible fight. Two men just stood in the pocket and whirled at each other. No mucking around, no running down. Let's go and fight. And him till end, then he got reverberations with, with, with brain damage and everything else. So certain guys, certain guys can take it. Everyone has a different threshold. They keep on trading on Joel. Joel Joyce's skull is thicker than the average human being. Right. But the average human being is not getting punched consistently. But right now it's working for Joel Joyce, but I'd I'd rather Joel Joyce like improve on his technique a little bit, but it does add for excitement that he can stay in the pocket and keep on marching you down. But I would like to see Joel Joyce tighten up on a little thing, you know, because you can take it for a little while, but you never know.
1: Final prediction for the fight.
0: Final prediction for that. I got Joe Joyce. The way I'm seeing Joe Joyce right, but I know Zang ain't no easy fight. But the way I'm seeing Joe Joyce now, I'm, I'm, and and Joe Joyce has got this momentum now, and everybody um saying like, oh, Joyce would beat AJ right now and stuff like that. And um, I got Joe Joyce. I would say
1: maybe ten 4, 11 for eleven round stoppage. We look forward to a great night of boxing on pay uh, non pay per view on BT Sport this Saturday night. Um, Spence, one of the issues we have with with fighters sometimes is they're not active enough. Some fighters like to have one fight a year, two fights a year. We know the greats in the past used to fight six, seven, eight times a year. Um, we were all we were all expecting Anton Joshua to have another fight in July and then in December, as per his promoter Eddie Hearn. But Anthony Joshua put out an Instagram story stating that. He will no longer be fighting in July, and he will now be fighting in in December only. So limits him to only two fights this particular year. Some yeah. rumors have been flying around about some mega kind of tournament taking place in Saudi Arabia. Just want to kind of get your thoughts on on first Joshua only fighting twice and having another almost six months off before he gets back in the ring again. You know what? I think a lot Eight of people months. have been. I think a lot of people have been very very critical of Anthony Joshua. I think he's
0: a young man who's under immense, and he's still a young man, right? He's a young man under immense pressure, right? Now, I think the British boxing public are very, very selfish. And we have a... Um, we're becoming like fair with our friends. Um, knowing what this young man, Joshua, has done for British boxing and how much cash that he brought into British boxing... And the hype that he brought into British boxing, I think Anthony Joshua and his team should be commended for what they've done. I think we should be grateful and we're indebted to somebody like Anthony Joshua because at that time, we're like 2012 to, to present day. So we're just, we've gone, what? 11 years of Anthony Joshua, right? And 10 years as him as a professional fighter. Um, I think we should we should be doing more to try and uplift the young man instead of tear him down. And I myself have been critical of any Joshua only because I want to see him do better. Right. And I know the weight of expectation that's on him being this man who, who has done his best not to be stereotypical, not to, to, you know I mean? He, he tried to be polished, not only tried to be polished, he tried to be polished because he knows like on how that could affect younger kids coming up. Like, Who look like himself or who are from his same neighborhood, who are from his same environment, or who have a cultural identity to him, right? So, because of that, I think a lot of people are are overly giving it to Anthony Joshua. I think we should take our time with Anthony Joshua and try and help him rebuild because it is possible for him to come back and still win a version of a world title. But at the same time, it is for Anthony Joshua to believe
1: that he can be heavyweight champion of the world again. These rumours are floating about, uh, Simon Jordan mentioned it on talks. But I, I've seen some other tweets about Saudi Arabia putting on this massive tournament, uh, potentially Fury versus Usyk, Wilder versus Joshua, and, and the winners makes mm-hmm. each other. Um, is, mm-hmm. is, is that something you've heard as well? Can you give us a bit of insight if there's anything you know well, I, well, I, well, I heard
0: something big was coming. Right, I'm gonna be real with you. Right, I heard something big was coming. I'm not gonna say who, who, who told me. <clears throat> Derek Chisora. Right, what I'm about, but, he didn't tell me what it was. He said, look, Spence, something big's coming, and you ain't even gonna you, you, of all your knowledge, you are not gonna be able to guess what's coming. But something big is coming, right? And then, um, uh, I see your your dear friend from 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 School Challenge, ringside at the Joshua fight. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm team Abdullah as well, right? So and I see him ringside, and then we start kind of connecting the dots, saying like, yeah, would this be happening? Then they're saying this in December. The rumor is Simon Jordan. Simon Jordan is a very, very clever individual, right? Uh, I'm waiting for Simon Jordan to start promoting boxing. That's what I'm waiting for. That's, I guarantee you that's going to come soon. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Very clever man, very intellectual man. So when you're seeing when you're seeing him say, well, I've heard this, talk sport a big business right now. So I don't think they're gonna just go for things on a whim. I think they're gonna roll with things. Uh and I I see that happening. Also, we saw Prince Khalid at the fight for AJ's fight as well, who's very close to Derek Sazora. So Derek Zora's is one who's like a brand ambassador, kind of. Product. I don't know. I don't know exact, the exact role of Derek Zoro, what Aaron is doing, but what I know is like he's got his thing like Delicious TV right now. And I said, as long as I don't have to call you, you being a grown ass man and calling you Delicious, then we're cool. I'm saying that I could see this happening. Who, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, has that kind of pulling power and money to go do something like this. And then if we were to go back um, to 1986 in the HBO tournament that was put together, when you had Larry Holmes, Michael Spings, Mike Tyson, Tim Witherspoon, Trevor Burbeck, and Pinkler Thomas in that competition, I could see something happening again because that would ignite the interest in the heavyweight division. Properly ignite it. So, and if that does happen, I guarantee you, I'm going to be there. I'm not missing that. I'm not missing that at all. It would be
1: great. Spence, even if that was to happen in December, you know, that date or that month where Eddie and Joshua said that they'll be out, Joshua put a story out, see you guys in 12 weeks, or something like that. Should mm-hmm. he still not fight in, in, in July? There is some criticism online because some people have said, like, well, he's, he doesn't want to fight in July because he doesn't want to risk losing because he wants to cash out towards the end of the year. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. That's what some people are saying online. But should he still have that fight? We, we saw he didn't look great in his first fight with Derek James and maybe another fight before Wilder will do him well. Well,
0: I'm, I'm going to say this to Anthony Joshua. If Anthony Joshua hasn't... Because we spoke, he did something on the inside. Big up, Gary Blake. Um, our producer as well. He did something and he was talking about books that he read. He said the first book that he sat down and, and read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I would suggest to Auntie Josh to go and read this book called The Big Fight. It's Sugar Ray Leonard's autobiography, right? I remember reading that book about 10 years ago. A really good book. Well, the beginning parts with no disrespect to Sugar Ray because I love Sugar Ray Leonard. But Sugar Ray Leonard prior to fighting Marvin Hagler. And you remember at this time he was out he was out of boxing. He didn't have a fight for nearly three and a half years. And what Sugar Ray did, he had behind closed doors boxing matches where the guys would come in. He had good guys like Simon Brown who went on to become a a unified welter and um, super welterweight champion of the world. He had those guys come in with head guards, but he would actually have to fight those guys. So it was like, It was a higher glorified sparring match, but it wasn't a sparring match. These guys were paid well to go in there and and fight with you. Maybe Annie Joshua needs that to have it in a, in a, have that kind of surroundings, have that surroundings where we're going to get a top contender and we're going to say, right, you're hired in for five rounds of sparring. And the next guy hired in for five rounds of sparring. And that's what you do. You groom it like a fight. If you go do that, I don't know, you, you get some guys in for sparring like that, someone like Big Baby Miller or um the other big baby, um Gerard Anderson, or get kids in like that, hot kids who are gonna push you in in the spa. And you say, right, you know what, if you put me on my butt, there's a hundred thousand pound bonus, a hundred thousand dollar bonus. Do something like that where you can you'll have time to you know to build that, build more of a relationship with Derek James. And stuff like that. I think that's what anti Joshua needs. Anti Joshua needs to have behind closed doors boxing matches with top-rated contenders. And you're saying, Well, what top rated contender would do that? They'll take it. They'll take it. Right. I'm gonna bring you in for sparring, they're gonna come in for sparring. Because like Tyson Fury has top guys in for sparring, right? And that's what I think anti Joshua should do. Um to to prepare himself if he's gonna say, Right, I'm not fighting until December. Um, that's what anti Joshua should do. Um, behind closed doors, um, high octane sparring against top rated contenders, right? And you put a bounty on your head. You say, anyone who can knock me on my ass, I'm giving you a hundred thousand pound straight. That bounty there, you're going to get guys who are going to say, yeah, I want want that work. I want that work. They're going to come in and and you treat it like you train for five weeks just to have that kind of high level sparring. And then he'd be good. I'm just letting out the, the secrets where, where, but that's what, I know that's what Sugar Leonard did and it did him no wrong uh, in, what was that? April 6th of 1987 when he came out of retirement to fight Marvin Hagler. And if it could work for Sugar Ray Leonard, one of the greatest to ever do it, why wouldn't it work for someone like Anthony Joshua?
1: Absolutely. Spencer appreciate giving me a little bit of your time. There's a lot of more topics I want to go through, but I know this is this video is quite dra- dragging on a little bit. Obviously, the big, yeah, fight, cool. next, big fight next week. Um, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia will I cannot wait for that fight. I can't wait for that fight. Um,
0: and also for anyone who's out looking to watch the the, the fight on the weekend, head down to Club Cabana. Um and where they're showing the fight down there. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the fight on the weekend. And also there's a young kid called Joel Kodua, who's trained by Baba Tundi Ajayi, who's a super world away Um, I think this is his second professional fight. I'm looking forward to watching him and a massive big up to Francis Warren for for arranging my, my tickets for the fight because I'm bringing my little boy. So big up to those guys too. Spence
1: Ferron High for TV, thank you very much.